Hey, welcome back to This Show Is All About You, a show about all the ways in which you and me become we and what that means for all of us. I am your host, J.D.K. Winnikin. You can find out more about me at wordsbyjdk.com and on my social media feeds at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search uh, J.D.K. Winnikin, W-Y-N-E-K-E-N, and you should find me. Welcome to episode 12 of this show for March 29th. 2021. And uh, I am not even going to attempt to hide how tired I am today. <laughs> and and it's not just because of, of not enough sleep and things like that. My sleep's actually been pretty good. It's just been quite a month. We've been talking about resilience all month, and this is the last Monday in March, coming off of a February discussion about love. And so it's been a lot of really meaty, um, introspective, digging deep kind of topics, both on this show and also on uh, my weekly posts at wordsbyjdk.com. And so today I figured the best thing to do would be to talk about, to finish up our discussion of resilience, to talk about rest, the importance of rest in resilience. And so because of that, today's show title is, and now time for the rest. (laughs) So... I know, a real stretch. Uh, but uh, and today's haiku to go with that, uh, to kind of frame where I'm going to go with this today, goes like this. Sitting here making my entire world slow down isn't the worst thing. <laughs> so, Sitting here making my entire world slow down isn't the worst thing. And uh, that should give you a clue uh, that resting does not come easily to me. Uh, It is something that I have to be intentional about, and I'll talk a little bit about that as we go today. Uh, But just to kind of recap how we got here, there were five weeks in this month to talk about resilience, and what a month has it's been. Uh, Five weeks is a lot to focus on one topic, and in the first week, we kind of looked at resilience from a philosophical point of view, conceptual point of view, talking a little bit about what it is and what it isn't. And then the next week, with Tawny Santabria, we talked about how we can recognize it in ourselves and how our bodies respond to things and how we can work with it and what types of things it produces for us when we are focused and present in this present moment. And that helps us grow from whatever it is we are being resilient through. Then we looked at it historically with a, uh, a look at the famous pilot Jackie Cochran. And then last week, we looked at resilience in daily action in our uh, conversation with Tennyson Jacobson and her experience. And so that's a lot. (laughs) There was a lot to dig through in all of that. And I realized as I was preparing for uh, this week's show that I was really starting to run out of gas. And I really noticed it over the weekend when, uh, for the first time in a long time, I usually start thinking about my writing topics on Thursday or Friday This was the first time uh, in three months since I've been posting regularly on my blog that I didn't really have any idea of where to go or what to do or what to write about. And for a while I thought, is this a case of writer's block, right? The dreaded writer's block, which I've never really experienced before. But the more I reflected on it, breathed, got present, kind of examined where I was, I realized, no, I'm tired. (laughs) I'm just tired. And so I took the week off of writing. I posted a poem that I wrote not too long ago uh, instead and decided to give myself uh, a recharge weekend. And it was great to do that. And and yet, as even as I went through the weekend, I started thinking about, okay, how does rest work? Um, 
rest is kind of tricky for me. As I said at the, uh, at the top, I don't come about it easily. Uh, and yet, at the same time, uh, historically, I can be a pretty lazy person. Uh, I don't know about you. And the two aren't the same thing. Uh, I don't think rest, the way I'm talking about it, when it's connected to resilience, is the same as being lazy. Although certainly, sometimes it feels good to be lazy, and that could be a part of rest. But the rest I'm talking about uh, fits in with resilience in that I consider it an intentional thing. It's also, I would say, a courageous thing. Uh, It can be a confidence thing. It can be a meaning-making thing. It can be a part of a practice of gratitude and appreciation, particularly coming off a rough road, a series of uncomfortable moments, talking about traumatic events or going through them, or just going through the daily grind for an extended period of time, whatever it may be. I was talking with a friend, uh, probably the beginning of March, who said to me, do you know of anybody who talks about the month of March with a lot of excitement? It's a long month. It really drags out. And, and with the exception of here and there, of maybe a spring break, sometimes it's in March, sometimes it's not, there's not a whole lot of time to really take a deep breath. And this year in particular, coming off of COVID, having done this for a year now, right, uh, the need for rest and kind of reflection and be, doing so intentionally, I think, is a, is a really profound idea and a really necessary one. And so those are the things I want to talk about with that. And Rest for me, I realized, as I kind of sketched it out over the weekend, doesn't come naturally to me. And in fact, uh, oftentimes I think in the past, what I considered rest was actually just avoiding things, like avoiding my feelings about something, maybe my feelings about work. I was tired from work, frustrated from work. So I just avoided them by doing whatever it was I was going to do, whether it was watching TV all weekend or running around like crazy all weekend or whatever. Uh, distraction is not necessarily that type of rest. Uh, historically, I didn't do so. I didn't do rest in solitude very much. And I am I'm sort of on the borderline between extrovert and introvert, according to Myers-Briggs and some other, uh, some other testing uh, avenues. And, and yet, uh, I can recharge and get my energy from other people. And yet, there are times where I really draw on solitude to recharge myself. But once upon a time, I couldn't do that. And back in my crazy days, I simply could not be on my own because I wasn't comfortable with my own company because I wasn't comfortable with sitting with my feelings. I wasn't comfortable with processing them. And so instead of resting, I was distracting and or I was numbing. (laughs) And the times that I did take so-called breaks or vacations, oftentimes I wasn't taking time for myself. Right. So what I've just outlined is what, for me, rest is not a part. It's not isolation. It's solitude. And there's a difference between those things. And it's also something that it's new to me to be intentional about it. For me, a lot of times, rest is the absence of work. And I don't think that's good enough. At least I'm going through something these last few years where I'm finding that old ways of resting, quote unquote, aren't exactly that. And if you've experienced this before where you've gone into a period where you're like, okay, I'm going to rest. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go on a trip. I'm going to, and you come back feeling like you need even more rest than when you left. If that's ever happened to you, that happens to me quite a bit. (laughs) And it was only a few years ago that I started to actually go and take 
resting times, trips, separating myself from my everyday environment on my own, by myself. And it's really interesting, as I reflected on this uh, over the weekend, what came up in those times. Uh, well, the first time uh, I did this uh, was a few years back. That was the weekend I ended up starting my novel, Carl's Inferno, which I'm working on getting published. That's when I started it. And the second time I did that, I finished a whole section of that book. Uh, the third time I did that, I was, it was really just a self-focused retreat. I spent a lot of time looking at the ocean, <laughs> spent a lot of time uh, meditating. I spent a lot of time reading and spent a lot of time just taking good care of myself, getting exercise, going on walks on the beach, things like that. And the other thing I noticed is I have a whole lot of friends and people around me who know how to rest a lot better than I do. <laughs> so uh, there's a few. There's a few I'd like to tell you about, and uh, I won't mention their names. Uh, but nevertheless, I had one friend who, not too long ago, uh, decided to simply take a break where they went from where they lived, it's in California, Southern California, and just decided to go to a hotel and treat themselves by themselves. And this person is partnered, and so, but went off on their own for a weekend of just rest uh, at a hotel. And to me, when I heard that, I was like, wow, what a great idea. I've never thought about doing that. And if, and if you're out there going, that seems obvious, J.D., uh, why not do that? Then congratulations, you know more about rest than I do. <laughs> so that's one example. Uh, I have uh, another friend who has really been... Uh, pushing themselves really hard the last few months, making a lot of life changes, uh, contemplating career changes, contemplating a move, uh, doing a whole lot. Every time I talk to this person, there's always these new ingredients uh, going on of what might happen. And this person decided to take themselves to Palm Springs for a few days and, and then spend some time uh, in Orange County and not really tell anybody down there who they know a lot of people there, that they were doing it, taking that time. I can't imagine doing something like that, or at least I couldn't. Now it sounds kind of fun. And then I have a third friend who has taken a, a couple of weeks off of work and is in the process of doing some amazing, intentional, introspective, therapeutic work on themselves, uh, surrounding a whole lot of things that they've just decided is is the time to really confront. And they're doing so uh, in the company of others who will be able to help them, but also with a lot of solitude. And all of these things right now, particularly in my state of being as tired as I am, sound wonderful to do. So that tells me a couple of things. One, I made the right decision over the weekend, deciding not to write and uh, taking some time for myself. And uh, in fact, I'm. it also has told me that it's time for me to to actually do something like that, to take some time, carve it out, find some time for me to either go somewhere, either close by or as far away as I can go with my finances and have some time just for me. Oftentimes when I travel places, um, I'm going to visit family, which I love to do. I'm going to visit friends, which I also love to do. Uh, it's interesting that I don't always give myself one-on-one -on -one time the same way that I give it to lots of other people. And not that those things are bad, it's just there needs to be, at least for me, more so 
uh, an intentional focus on evening things out and giving myself time to recharge and replenish. Uh, There's an old saying in the recovery world that you cannot give somebody what you don't have. And if I don't have the energy to give to myself, if I don't have the, uh, the time to give to myself, if I don't have all the things that come with that reflection time, the time to meditate, the time to read and catch up on things, the time to reflect, then I'm not going to be able to give my best to all the people around me. And if you haven't figured it out yet, folks, um, I'm a pretty busy guy. I keep myself very busy. Uh, sometimes it teeters on the edge of too busy to the point that sometimes it can be overwhelming when I realize I've been busy all day and there were some things that I really needed to be busy on and never got to. Not because they weren't important, but because I just simply had so many other things going on. And I'd really like to get out of that. I would really like to be able to more effectively slow down um, just as easily, if possible, (laughs) if possible, as it is for me to speed up. I have no trouble hitting the accelerator in my life. Uh, I have trouble easing off the gas and sometime putting on the brakes. And so when we talk about resilience, this is a part of it. It's, it's so much of resilience is about it's enduring. It can be perseverance. It's certainly about patience. Uh, sometimes it's a grind. Oftentimes it is heavy and full of emotion uh, that can be challenging. It's almost constantly uncomfortable. And as much as I, we've talked about this month about learning to become comfortable with discomfort, there are simply times where just need to rest. That's what I'm finding. And so when we come back here from a short break, we'll talk a little bit more about this and uh, reflect a little bit more on that, as well as talk about what some other people have to say about rest. So uh, stick around, and we'll be right back on This Show is All About You. Feelings of disconnect are the cause of an ever-surging mental health crisis. Many of us feel apathetic about ourselves, our work, home, and relationships. We don't know how to re-engage. I'm Greg Kuyper of Kuyper Counseling. At the Root focuses on emotional connection and how awareness is at the root of building healthy relationships with self and others. Join me weekly to re-engage with both. At the Root airs Mondays at 3.30 p.m. here on KKNW. Subscribe to the podcast or go to Kuyper Counseling. This is Rob Bates, and I want you to tune in to Don't Ask Me to Talk with Stacey Heller. The show that brings joy from pain, sunshine where it rains. Don't Ask Me to Talk with Stacey Heller. And that's coming from me, Mr. It Takes Two, Rob Bates. Tune in. Do what Rob Bates says. Take a listen to Don't Ask Me to Talk with Stacey Heller. That's me. Tuesdays from 3 to 4 on KKNW. To find out more information, check out my website, stacyconnects.com, or text DA. MTT to 55678. Alternative Talk 1150. All right. Thanks for coming back to this show is all about you. I am your host, JDK Winnikin. Uh, check out my stuff at wordsbyjdk.com. And uh, we're talking about rest this week as the way to cap off our discussion of resilience. And I mentioned at the top of the show, uh, that I'm pretty tired today, and I think it's not just today. I think it's 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 been quite a run these last few months, starting up this show, 
and uh, the various subjects, trying to get a book published. Uh, I started a new job not long, not long ago, uh, my day job, and all of it is wonderful. And that's, that's sort of the, the pickup point where I'd like to start. Uh, I'm in a great position in my life that I have really so much to be thankful for and so much for, to be grateful for. And I've witnessed so much growth and I've witnessed so much community build up around me. Every direction I look in and my relationships with people, they're, they're improving. And that's a wonderful place to be for uh, a single guy with no kids in his late 40s. Oh, it's hard to admit I'm in my late 40s now. But it's a wonderful place to be. And yet, I still need rest. It's a really interesting thing. It's rest is not just uh, based on we're having difficult circumstances and need to take a rest. It can be because things are really positive uh, as well, and there's just a lot going on. It can be a lot to hold sometimes. And, and uh, really, it's interesting because it matches up with kind of where we are uh, nature-wise, right? The month of March, what do they say about it? Um, well, is it in like a lion or out like a lamb, or is it reverse? In like a lamb, out like a lion. Uh, I don't know which one it is, but for me at least this month, uh, I kind of came in like a lion and it's going out like a lamb because <laughs> I am tired. And that's sort of more of the, more of, uh, the image in my mind. Uh, but really, in a lot of ways, uh, coming out of winter, you can argue that just, just the way that nature is, is nature is coming out of a period of rest, coming out of a period of, uh, of stress. And so now you have sort of the rebirth of everything with spring. You have new growth. Uh, and that requires rest to do. And so nature itself understands it. Right? Animals understand it. Creatures that hibernate understand it. And so we're not all that far off when it comes to that. And so really, even and just like the earth, it's, it's cyclical for us. I think there are times where our energy can be super strong and we should, we should ride that wave for as long as we can. And then there are times where simply uh, just having to step back is the best practice. And that itself, I think, is a bit of an art. And uh, I struggle with it, as I, as I just talked about before the break. Uh, I'm noticing a lot of my friends uh, getting rest and having set that up a while ago, almost having like anticipated that they were going to need it at this point uh, on the calendar. That is a really difficult thing for me to do. <laughs> so at least historically. Uh, and yet I've noticed the more I've done work with getting present uh, and focusing on connection with myself and taking time to reflect every day, both in physically. Um, I do, I do yoga. I do meditation uh, with what I read and, uh, and also with how I talk with people, noticing more and more that rest is becoming more and more paramount in my life. Uh, it's kind of my way of, of catching up. I've, I've said to people on many occasions that the last handful of years have really been a story about me kind of catching up with or joining the human race in terms of, of how, how people need to do things and what challenges people face and and that's just as true for self-care uh, as it is for anything else. Uh, self-care, which is another way of saying rest, I suppose, uh, also similarly new concepts uh, for me. So as time goes by, I'm hoping that rest becomes more a part of a practice rather than an absence of busy. And if you can relate to that, I would certainly like to hear about it. I'd love for you to uh, send me a note. Let me know how that works. 
how that manifests itself in your life. And to kind of finish it up as we go here, uh, I'd like to wrap it up with just a few things that others have to say uh, about this and kind of cap off the discussion with it. Uh, Ravi Shankar once said that, quote, activity and rest are two vital aspects of life. To find a balance in them is a skill in itself. Wisdom is knowing when to have rest, when to have activity, and how much of each to have. Finding them in each other, activity in rest and rest in activity, is the ultimate freedom. I love that, that idea of activity and rest existing side by side, finding activity and rest, finding rest and activity. I like the balance in that. And for longtime listeners of the show, uh, I always talk about that triangle of care, physical, emotional, and spiritual, and the lines between those points to make a triangle are our emotions. That's something that really spells that out. So neither one is bad, and in fact, they can cooperate and work together, rest and activity. Another quote that I love is from the poet Mae Sarton, and she said, quote, the most valuable thing we can do for the psyche occasionally is to let it rest, wander, live in the changing light of room, not try to be or do anything, whatever. And it's interesting, you know, uh, a few weeks ago when we talked with, with Tawny, Tawny talked about uh, getting present in the body, breathing, being able to sort of regulate whatever emotions are happening, sit with them. And one of the things that I have noticed in the process of doing that is when those things calm down for me, in any given moment, whatever needs to get done, gets done. Whether it's uh, a work project or whether it's uh, maybe writing for um, my blog or working on a piece of my book or just doing chores around the house, uh, doing that long time thing like cleaning out my car that I've been meaning to do, right? <laughs> or making sure uh, that I have enough uh, groceries in the fridge uh, for the next week. Those things just seem to happen, right? And that doesn't feel busy. That actually feels like an extension of that calm that I have found in that presence. And I think rest is kind of taking that idea and making it writ large and being intentional about applying that to a period of time uh, in in a place where it can rejuvenate in all of that. Because in the end, resilience isn't about enduring. It's also about recharging. And in fact, you could argue it's more about recharging as things go by than it really is about enduring in the first place. And then the last quote that uh, I'd like to to, uh, give you today comes from the great Maya Angelou. And she once said, and I, I just love this so much, quote, every person needs to take one day away a day in which one consciously separates the past from the future. Jobs, family, employers, and friends can exist one day without any one of us. And if our egos permit us to confess it, they could exist eternally in our absence. Each person deserves a day away in... Whoops, where did it go? I lost it. Hold on. Each person deserves a day away in which no problems are confronted... No solutions searched for. Each of us needs to withdraw from the cares which will not withdraw from us. And that's from her, wouldn't take nothing for my journey now. So I love that. Because it is something that oftentimes, at least for me, and I wonder if it's the same for you. uh, Do I ever tell myself that I deserve some rest? Historically, I don't. 
And still to this day, I struggle with it. I tend to focus so much more on what I need to do next, what I need to accomplish next, what project must be done, what, uh, what thing for my book needs to be finished, something for this show that needs to be done. And when I take a step back, like I have been for the last few days and reflecting, with it, uh, reflecting on it with you here today, I realize that it isn't something that uh, comes easily to me and that I don't often tell myself that I deserve. And so to finish off the show today, besides telling you that you deserve it, right? Uh, resilience is a part of our daily lives and we deserve credit for being resilient through what we have been resilient through, uh, to encourage you to take some time to rest and to be intentional about it and to wonder, what does that look like for you? What does intentionally resting on your own entail? Where would you go? What would you do? Uh, what would you hope to get out of it? How would you hope it would affect you going forward? What changes would you like to make? I know that at the times I take time to rest in solitude, I discover things that I want to do better. So like going forward for me, what's been coming out of this restful period have been things like, I'd like to get back into my exercise routine a little bit better. I'd like to be a little more you know, consistent in that. Uh, my diet is going okay. I would like to have a little bit more of a regular daily schedule, and I can structure that. And I need to take more time to deliberately rest. And it's then that I'll be in the best situation possible by connecting with myself first. I can then turn around and give that connection to all the people in my life who need that from me. My family, my friends, all my loved ones, the people I work with, you name it. And it's a wonderful source of connection for all of us. And and to cap this off for today, reminds me of a haiku I wrote about a year ago uh, about rest. And it goes like this. When it's time to rest, I imagine us back to back sharing all we see. We all need rest. We can all reflect on it. We can all connect on it. And I hope that you're able to find some time of rest in the days ahead. I am your host, JDK Winnikin. Check me out at wordsbyjdk.com. Next month, we are going to be talking about creativity for the month of April. We're going to go into something really fun and go in a number of different directions. And so until next week, in the meantime, be sure to check out my website, hit me up on social media. And of course, as always, chins up, everyone.